Hello, ladies and gentlemen out there in Radio Land. This is Those Muckrakers coming to you live once again through the power of the internet. I'm Pat. I'm Pete. And this is episode 104. And apparently this is the cusp of the apocalypse because everything in America is getting canceled and everything's shutting down and all crowds are being ordered to disperse except for public schools for some reason. Like, is this the zombie apocalypse, Peter? No, I don't think it's a zombie apocalypse. I think it's the second Great Depression. Um, Waiting to happen. That's going to be fun. Like, I'm excited to see just, like, how bad things get when the Depression really kicks in. Because right now they just injected, what, $1.6 trillion into the stock market? It was a crazy number, and just nobody's talking about it. Yeah, we so can't, the stock... We can't, we can't afford health care, but we can give the rich more money. But go on. Yeah, the stock market is, is like, it's up. It's down 1,000 points. It's back up. It's down, like... It's going so crazy right now with the coronavirus that to keep it from uh, crashing, yeah, they just inject, the Fed just injected something like $1.5 trillion or something crazy, a huge amount of money into the stock market. Here's the thing, uh, and maybe I'm wrong, but like teaching the 1929 stock market collapse, they kind of did the same thing. Like people were like, the market's falling apart. And they seem so dumb and quaint because this guy just showed up with a bunch of money, like this rich guy. They go, he's injecting money. We'll all be fine. And then uh, the stock market rallied for a day and then fucking fell the fuck out. And it, it, is... it kind of feels like the same thing we're doing. You can't just inject money in the stock market. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, like money with no foundation is just what the definition of a bubble is, right? Like there's no yeah. strong foundation there. It's just going to burst. People are going to play hot potato and just try to be like not the guy holding the potato when everything crashes, then they'll and, be the one with the worthless stock. And, exa and exacerbating it, the president just enacted a travel ban from like certain European countries, which doesn't do anything when the disease is already in your country and already it's... spreading. Yeah, what he is doing um, is trying to look like he's doing something, which is good optics for stupid people. But for anyone that knows anything, this is just like him being an asshole or him trying to play leader. He's a shyster. He's a con artist. His entire life, he's just tried to lie his way out of problems. And this time, his lies or, could very well fuck over millions of people in America. Like, the death rate is already about 1 in 20, right? Like, it's gone from 2% well, to 3.6%. So, so that's, I keep, it keeps going up. So I heard that, like, it's, oh, it's, it's less than the common flu. And then it's at no. 1%. And then somebody going, 1% is way higher than the common flu. And then I saw the death rate is like 3.4%. Um, and yeah, keeps... The common flu's death rate is like uh, 0.02%. Yeah. It's really, really tiny. Like almost no one dies from the flu. The flu is an inconvenience at best. It keeps, so the death rate keeps climbing, number one. And number two, we're getting different information about it, which makes me see deeply suspicious because they keep going, it's fine. Here are some people that survived the flu. And then I'll read like, Italy just had 200 people die from the, the coronavirus in one day. Yep. That's... See, I mean, you know, compared against the entire population of Italy, that's not a lot. But were those healthy people? Were those old people? Did it hit a nursing home? Like, healthy what, old the, people. Did the bus driver catch it while driving through a crowd? I don't, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're not getting a lot of information. And then China's like, oh, our we're fine now. Our deaths are going down. And I'm like, China, you're a fucking liar. Yeah, the problem with China is that they're like Trump and that they don't care so much what the truth is. They just want to tell people what will be best for China. And Trump just tells people what would be best for Trump. <laughs> well, China can make the truth and large groups of people disappear. So I definitely don't trust them. If their infection rates are going down, it's only because they're shooting everybody that sneezes. <laughs> yep. And you know what I mean, like, like, like if you sneeze in China, you're just getting drone striked. Like that's the only way I can imagine that they would deal with it. Yeah, but I... Uh, 
God, I'm pretty sure that uh, things are about to get much, much worse in America. For one thing, pan people that study pandemics are saying that in about 10 days, the hospitals are going to begin to get flooded with um, patients. So yeah, the bottom's about to fall out because the incubation period of the coronavirus is uh, like two to 14 days. So at the longest, a lot of people are all going to get sick at the same time. Yeah. And that's going to happen in about 10 days. And then we're going to see hospitals flood up. And in response to that, all cities everywhere, especially like here in where I'm at, uh, the Walmart, it looks like worse than hurricane weather, worse than pre-hurricane weather. Like everything is well, sold out, already, especially toilet paper. It's already run paper. on toilet paper, which doesn't make any yep. sense. All the toilet paper's gone. All the Purell's gone. All the Hold on. Let me write. Uh, I need to write paper towels down on my grocery list while I'm thinking about it. But here's like, the thing. They're not, they're not taking cleaning supplies. Like, I would be in there stealing. I would be in there getting bleach and fucking gloves. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's because people don't actually want to do anything about the problem. They just want to wipe their ass and um, put goop on their hands. I hate Purell. Like, am I the only one? I don't like it. It leaves my hand feeling, like, foamy. I would just rather wash my hands. I like bleach because it's the only thing besides pure alcohol I'm certain will kill everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say boiling water, but boiling water doesn't kill everything. Yeah, but boiling alcohol will. Yeah. <laughs> Mayhap. Yeah, no, people are dumb, um, and we're woefully underprepared for this, and I'm actually interested. I think, so we talked about, you were saying, like, what's the plan? Honestly, I think the plan is to kind of do what the government has done since Trump was elected and just... Uh, hope, go, hope the problem goes away. Go down to the Winchester and wait till this all blows over. Yeah, like uh, Mitch McConnell's just going to pull himself inside his shell and wait it out. Like, he can do that. Turtles can go a long time without emerging to eat. Um, but it's interesting because I do think that the bigger danger is not so much the virus, but an unstable stock market because this is going to kick off, if not a recession. Because remember, the recession could have easily led us into a Great Depression. Luckily, you know, Obama and the people in government we're, we're able smart. to yeah the smart bells out but we don't have that we don't have the luxury of that this time yeah so, only people that are loyal to trump are left whether they're smart or stupid and if you're gonna pledge felty to this monster odds are you're probably a moron who's just like grasping for power and money yeah while, while, so, while the grasping's good my bigger fear uh of all this is uh that he will use this to cancel the election and just stay in power indefinitely uh I Not mean, that because that, someone advanced that that's their design, and I go, no, this isn't like a, um, you know, the government's conspiracy. The government made this up. No, I just wonder if he'll be smart enough to try to take advantage of the the outbreak to not have to run in an election. You know what really happened was that the coronavirus was about to go away, and then it saw Joe Biden on TV, and it was like, no, I think I'm going to stick around through what, April. The other, so the other thing about it is the other news that's really interesting is people around Trump keep showing up positive with the virus uh, to the point where like some Brazilians and uh, with President Bolsonaro from Brazil were hanging out yep. at Mar-a-Lago, uh, and they're positive for it. A congressman that might have had contact with somebody. Flew on Air Force. So this guy, this psycho president that's a germaphobe, is basically surrounded by the virus that he's not doing anything to stop. He refuses to get tested for it, too. Which is like, fine. There was a Great Onion article that said Trump says he will get tested after he's had time to study for the test. <laughs> yep. Um, so I mean, here on this podcast... Him, him, I don't want him to get tested. I want him to just keep trucking along until it's too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he is old, he's unhealthy, his diet is shit. He should have had a heart attack a long time ago, but God loves a dictator, so he just keeps trumping along. But yeah. here on this podcast, we do not 
threaten sitting government officials. I'm not threatening. I'm just making a that, wish. That, that, like that, if I wish that, upon why, a star. That's why if like we're not going to say if we get coronavirus, we'll go down there and shake his hand or anything. Because for one thing, <laughs> that would scared. be gross. He's actually scared of that happening. He thinks that like liberals will attend, uh, intentionally try to infect him. And I'm like, but it's a bunch of dumb conservatives that already have it because you don't believe in science. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, but uh, while we wouldn't directly threaten him, we will like cross our fingers and hope that like someone with corona sneezes in his face because that would be hilarious. Well, I mean, it's already happening. Like they're already hanging out with him at Mar-a-Lago. Like there's, mm-hmm. if it is as transmittable as people say it is, there's a very good chance that he's got it and does not know it. Yep. Also, there was a supercut today of his dumb, uh, weird address or whatever he made to the nation. It was a supercut of all his weird breathing. I uh, I hate it when they do that because it's super gross hearing him just like snort, 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 snort. See, I don't I don't want to hear him breathing. I just his, I'd prefer for him to not breathe. His anymore. breathing his breathing is the grossest part of his speaking. Yeah, I mean, grosser than his weird orange face. But I don't like, know if he I saw, just. I was can, like. Can he just not breathe through his nose, and that's why he's got to just like, like every like you know. Now Ugh. people say that it's because he's on Adderall before he gives uh, speeches, and that's why he's like so out of it when he does it. But he's like sniffling because he snorts it. That's weird. Why would you snort Adderall? Such a weird. Why would you snort Adderall? But I mean, that would make sense how he's able to go on for these fucking psychotic speeches. Yeah, but um, I was uh, leaving a place, and uh, his speech was on the TV, and the person I was with was like, "Oh, that's." Uh, is Trump talking about the virus? I'm like, I literally don't care about a word that he has to say because all he does is lie. So everything also, he has to say is pointless. All he's going to do is talk about how, you know, we won big in 2016. No one thought we could do it, but it's like, and this is his coronavirus speech. Yeah, let's leave. You know, you know, the, there's only one person I want to hear, or there's only, there, there's someone I want to hear from even less than Trump about the coronavirus. And I'll tell you about this because I'm so tired of hearing this. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's every... How do I describe it? Every company that I have any business with have been sending me emails about the coronavirus. Like, we here at Capital One Bank want you to know that we've got your safety in mind. I don't care, Capital One. Like, unless you're giving me extra money, fuck you. Like, you know, we here at Spotify want you to know that we're thinking of you in these coronavirus... Like, really? Coronavirus times. Why am I getting emails from fucking my bank about the coronavirus? Mm Mm-hmm. We want to let you know that you can get money anytime from any of our ATMs. Yeah, that's the point of an ATM. Fuck off. Yep. So do we want to get do we want to get into a dear Wesley? I was wondering if we had like anything else to say about the coronavirus. Did we talk about Iran digging giant body ditches? I read somewhere that Iran's digging giant plague pits the size of football fields. So I don't know what's the real news anymore. Fake news, folks. Disaster. Biggie. I mean, because the problem is Iran's government's pretty shady on admitting stuff anyway. Like when they shot down that fucking Ukrainian airliner and then was like, it wasn't us. Okay, it was us, but it wasn't us. Uh, mm, we covered, uh, yeah, China's reducing, or saying that there's reduced rates. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's get on to the Dear Wesleys. Like, I think we are exhausted about Corona news. Look, everyone out there... We're all going to die. It's the end of the world, and the stock market's going to crash and just make matters worse. You're going to be eating your shoes as your last meal while you suffocate to death with uh, your family members, all of you sharing your would, upper respiratory illness. I would like illness. to say that like New York has gone dark. Like New York is banned. Is, um, like Broadway is shut down. They're banning gatherings of more than 500 people. The NBA, by the way, canceled all games forever. Yeah. 
Um, uh, but, Stephen Colbert's no longer, and other late night hosts are no longer going to have audiences whenever they film. They're all just going to be like dead live shows. But fucking, but how about fucking public school, New York City public schools still trucking along, brother? Yep. So Pete I still, still has to go to work. I still have to go to work. You sons of bitches. Like every other school in the nation is going to all online classes for the foreseeable future. Not us, man. Fuck them. Because <laughs> they're like, there's a bunch of weird stuff, too. They're like, how will children get food? And I'm like, fight in the street for it. I don't care. Papa wants a day <laughs> off. Like, yeah. I guess it's really bad. There are really poor kids that basically depend on public schools to live. But also, you know, I'd like a day off. I. All right, let's get on to the Dear Wesleys. Dear Wesley. Uh, am I an asshole for not letting a pregnant woman cut me in line for the men's bathroom? Um, this is a definitely a Wesley. Uh, dear Wesley, I ate something that really didn't agree with me last night, and I've been having digestion issues all last night and this morning. Half an hour ago, I needed to go to the bathroom, so I went. My job has a men's and a women's bathroom like most places. I don't know what the women's is like, but the men's only has one stall. I go in there, and a guy's in it, so I wait... And just as he's getting out, an obviously pregnant woman throws the door open and tries to push past me into the stall. At this point, I'd been waiting to go for a decent while, and I didn't know how long I was going to be able to wait. Additionally, it's pretty annoying that she just ran in, didn't knock or warn anybody, and just assumed she could use the stall. I couldn't just sprint into the women's bathroom with no consequences. So I said I was next and went in before her. She yelled. Well, not quite yelled. It was like the volume level below. She had to go. So I said, go to the women's. She said it was full, and so I said, sorry, but there's nothing I can do. I did my business and heard her leave. I probably took five to seven minutes, not too long. Well, she told some of my co-workers, and now they're all up on me about being rude to a pregnant woman and selfishly not letting her have the bathroom. I've explained my digestion problem, but they say I could have waited and let her go. I might have been able to wait. I don't know. Wesley, am I the asshole? No, because she was rude and presumptuous. Like, I do believe in if someone has a great need, you should, you know, help. Well, okay. You know what? Nobody nobody deserves to be treated nicely. I'm going to say that offhand. Um, no one is entitled to be treated well by anyone around them. But, uh, like, personally, I would always try to do the nice thing for others. I disagree but with you. If I, think, being, I think everyone... But if they're being an asshole, then I, dis- I don't know. I I'd be less inclined. I legitimately disagree with you, Pat. And this is, the first, this is the only time I disagree with you in the, the, the opposite direction. I think everybody deserves basic niceness. Maybe. Like, I think, I think everyone should attempt to be civil with each other in, in a difficult situation. Was, uh, well, I'm flashing back to like an old Dear Wesley where um, it was a uh, black woman on her own property was asked by her white neighbors like if they could use her pool or, or the white neighbors asked if they could use her pool or something and she was rude to them and so they called the police on her and one of the arguments was that no one uh, deserves to not be treated rude like just because they're there doesn't mean that she has to treat them nice but then she had the police called on her because she wasn't. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, no one, I guess no one owes you niceness, but I think we should all try to be, you know, like... Yeah, like, that's that's my own moral standing, is that I will always try and be nice, but no one's entitled to be treated nice. But the thing is, like, I, I understand, and I have mixed feelings about pregnant women, because we all came from a pregnant woman at some point, and so it's got to be tough, and I get that, but... I don't like the. Uh, this is going to make you sound terrible. She, if we ever is, get let, if we ever get letters, it'll be for this. I don't <laughs> like. I don't like pregnant hero worship. I guess there's that. I don't know. Uh, she just, to me, it was that she assumed that her emergency was greater than his emergency, 
And well, my problem with her she just is felt that entitled to um, being able to right, use the restroom. The, yeah, the entitlement. So my problem was she didn't go. Listen, sir, I'm very sorry. I'm very pregnant, and I am going to poop myself slash have a toilet baby, whatever. Just let the guy know. Be like, I'm so sorry. Can I please? You know what I mean? Like instead of just rushing in and expecting because you're pregnant that like, oh, this guy like. And he's right. If he had busted into the men's bathroom and pushed a pregnant lady out of the way and goes, I got a shit, I had Taco Bell. Nobody would be like, sure, I can't believe she didn't let him go. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, what was a man doing in the woman's bathroom? Why didn't she go in the woman's bathroom and be like, get out, I have to go. Like, tough shit, lady. Um, yeah, I think her sin was just pushing in and being shitty. And also, fuck his coworkers, man. Like I said, you don't get... They all automatically took her side. And that's, and that's the where the pregnant worship comes in, like you're talking about. Yeah, and this is where I'm going to sound terrible, and I know that my my lovely girlfriend is going to hear this, and we're going to have a fight over this, but you're not special because you're pregnant. <laughs> People get pregnant all the time. Fuck you and your baby. Fuck you and your unborn baby. Like, your, your baby's going to be fucking rude, you bitch. I it's mean, just, people have gotten pregnant at least 7 billion times in recent history. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's, it's the most common thing in the world. Uh, but yes, pregnancy is hard, and we should try to help those with child. But also, you don't get to just shove somebody out of the way and run into a bathroom. You got to talk. You got to ask. Yeah, like, uh, if one of y'all is about to shit yourselves, well, he was in line first, right. so I don't even know if it's say. Even if it's, sir, I'm going to poop in my pants, you got to tell him that, you know? The other day, I was in Walmart waiting in line, and it was a very long line. And, like, I think I had four items in my buggy, but, like, one of the uh, self-checkouts was closed, and there's only one normal line. And so everyone's just in this massive queue. And I'm getting there. I'm finally getting to where I'm the next one to go in. And this lady rolls up to me in, um, uh, with her buggy, and she's like, excuse me could I just get in line? I've only got two items. And, you know, like, I was about to just tell her yes because I buckle easy, but this old guy behind me who looks like someone from Grumpy Old Men just, like, steps out in front of me and tells her, I've only got one item. And he just walks on in there. And so while he's distracting her, I quickly scoot on and run to a thing before she can uh, ask me again. <laughs> yeah, so that's the other thing. Like, I was in the post office, like, that one time. We're all waiting, and this lady just comes in and looks at the line, exasperating, and goes, can I just, I just have one thing to mail. Can I just, and um, I like the post office lady, what she said. She just goes, sure, the line starts right there. <laughs> Shut her yep. the fuck down. Because, bitch, how do you know what I have to mail? Why is your package more important than mine? Because yeah, it's hers, and everyone's the, uh, the star of their own story. Yeah, I guess, but no, I don't think that guy's fucking, uh, that, uh, you didn't let a pregnant woman in front of you. Well, you know, genetically, he shouldn't have let her in front of him. That's not his kid. Why would he want someone else's seed to to prosper? Yeah, I mean... I mean, hey, man, via evolution, he should have tripped the bitch. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. like he he could he should treat her as rudely as uh, yeah. she treated him. It's like she just assumed that it was okay for her to cut in line. Maybe he should assume that it's okay to suplex her. Like <laughs> only my seed will only my seed will win. <laughs> but my children will defeat yours. Get them! And he calls in like his uh, teenager to run kicker. Yeah. No. Or, yeah. Try to try know, to be nice. Be nice to pregnant women and old people. Uh, but also, you don't get to be rude just because you're pregnant. I think is my uh, is my point. I, oh my god, I just realized Wesley's answer. What's Wesley's <clears throat> answer? 
Oh, well, so here's what you do is you got to tell her that in life you got to compromise. Now, you want to use the one stall, right? Oh, and I want to use the one stall. So what we're going to do is neither of us are going to use the one stall, and we're going to walk over here and take a shit in the urinals. And that way there's two urinals, and both of us are taking a shit as equals next to each other. So let's drop towel and take a shit in the, the urinal. Drink a big old deuce next to the, the, the number two pot. Oh. That seems like something Wesley would do. Although I thought Wesley would be more spiteful. <laughs> Wesley's not spiteful. <laughs> He's in situations like this. I never believe a pregnant woman pushed me out of the way. <laughs> Just like so, I so what I did was I waited until she got into the stall, and then I took a big, great big shit in front of it. So she, when she got out of the stall, she slipped in it and fell right back into her own shit. <laughs> and then I called everyone and said, look, this lady shit on herself. Let's laugh at her. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to think this next year, Wesley, is a follow-up so to the first one. Our, our listeners can decide if they want to believe in um, nice Wesley or spiteful Wesley. I call it dark Wesley. Ah, bizarro Wesley. Um, so, dear Wesley, am I an asshole for telling my coworker that nobody would care if he died? Mm, eh, it, it, I mean, it depends. Would anyone care? Oh, I feel like this would be my response to the pregnant lady. I'd be like, no one would care if you died. <laughs> um, no. So, dear Wesley, I work in an office of about 100 and have a team of about 30. I have a coworker, Mark, who's about 55. I don't think he's a very nice person. He's always making snide comments about other coworkers, hates poor people, and thinks that if you're poor, it's purely because you're an idiot. He makes derogatory jokes about women and anyone non-white. Lots of people try to keep their distance, and it Sounds seems like he's... Sounds like a conservative. Yeah, it seems he's generally disliked. Seems like he should be fired, because all these things seem like an HR nightmare. Yeah. Uh, management doesn't do anything no matter how many times coworkers complain about his behavior, and they have, presumably because he works very long hours without asking for extra pay, because, as he admits, he has, quote, nothing better to do. He is single, no kids, and has said openly he doesn't really have friends, just work colleagues and some family. I would feel sorry for him if he wasn't nasty to people. Another coworker, Sarah, lost her mom to cancer about two months ago. Now, I'm not close to Sarah, but everyone knows it was a really horrible ordeal, and she's sometimes visibly upset in the office. Mm-hmm. When Sarah was visibly upset yesterday, Mark said, Jesus, she needs to get over it. Everyone dies. She's bringing everyone down. She needs to be professional. It's pathetic. That sounds like something we'd say on our podcast, Pat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was it was said that... in a very harsh way. I don't think Mark intended Sarah to hear it, but she did. She got upset and left the office. I was sick of Mark's terrible comments, and I said, For God's sake, you're such a dick. You're just bitter. Nobody will give a shit when you die. I walked away before he could respond. We've been angrily avoiding each other since. I assume Sarah knows what I said because it's the office gossip right now, but I don't know her opinion, though I know Mark is pissed. Other co-workers are split. Something Mark got what he deserves. Others said that what I said was one of the worst things anyone can say, especially as it is likely true because he's generally alone in life <laughs> and has nobody close to him. Dear Wesley, am I the asshole? Nah, he sounds like something he needs to hear. He just needs to be made aware that he's such an insufferable asshole that um, either he changes his ways or he will be Ebenezer Scrooge where death points at his tombstone and there's nobody there to mourn him. Normally, I think telling a coworker nobody would mourn you if you died is pretty bad, but I think if you're standing up for the downtrodden, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're standing up for someone whose fucking parent died and this person's like, geez, you need to get over it. Like, yeah, then he's... I think it's okay for someone to go, well, if you died, nobody give a shit like i think that's fair play 
Right. So it sounds like this guy's playing the role of the ghost of Christmas future. Like he's just telling him is like in this current path in life, you are not going to be mourned. Because by not telling Mark that he is a piece of human excrement, no one's doing him any favors. Right. They're just enabling his assholishness to continue. Like yeah. he doesn't, he's certainly not entitled to friends like this guy. And he's certainly not entitled to mourners and he's I, not going to get them either. I also like how he's both, he's a misogynist. He's a racist um, he thinks that poor people are stupid. Like, man, yeah. this guy's definitely a, well, he's Trump 55. Voter. He's definitely a boomer. Yeah. Stupid no. poor people. Okay. Boomer. Yeah. But like fucking, oh man, I, I can't imagine making, and I guess I've made shitty remarks in the past when someone's like, and I lost my grandfather and it was, something. and I don't know. I'm just like, isn't that what old people do? Like your grandparents die, right? That's their job. It's <laughs> kind of mean, but I generally don't go around to people's faces and go, your death, your loss means nothing. <laughs> your your loss is meaningless to me. I feel nothing. <laughs> For you, it was the most significant day of your life when you lost your mother. For me, M. Bison, it was a Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> do, you, do, do you feel anything at all when I tell you my grandpa died? I don't know. Do you feel anything at all when you throw away your trash? fucking yeah so what would wesley's advice be um jesus i think wesley would be like too busy eating pizza bread in the corner to notice this guy's even talking (laughs) he's he's just completely ignoring him just shutting him out and like after that he'd walk over to karen or whoever's um person died and be like oh i brought your donut would you like one and then she would cheer up some that's true that's true that, that's, that the would nicest, be that's the nicest Wesley reaction we've ever had. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, man. Fucking, I'm still mad about the pregnant lady just shoving her way into the bathroom. Yep. I just, uh, I have a big problem with people that cut lines. I'm just, I'm real weird about that. There's a lot of European people, well, there were before the virus, not <laughs> anymore. There are a lot of European people that come to New York, and I swear to God, when Europeans come to New York, they all act like they've never seen a line before. Hmm. And I'm like, I know you got lines in Europe. You guys made the Jews stand in them during that whole World War II thing. So don't <laughs> fucking... We're going to get so many letters. Don't mm-hmm. fucking pretend like you don't know what a line is. But this, is this is this is the send us letters episode. <laughs> send us letters. Uh, well, everyone's going to be dead from coronavirus anyway, so does it really matter? Not really. I mean, by the time people get around to sending us letters, we're going to be, like, ghosted out on the Appalachian Trail somewhere. I like how the first thing Way you away said from before, civilization. before we started, you're like, all right, we'll talk about the coronavirus, but let's not talk about our escape plan of getting onto the Appalachian Trail and just hiking and avoiding human contact. And then you're like, uh, so by the way, uh, find us we, hiking through the backwoods. <laughs> all we ever do on this show is, like, break our own rules. That's like, true. But we, we set rules just so we have, like, a to-do list. Breaking all the rules. Breaking all the rules. That's, uh, uh, that's us. Well, Pat, you got any notes? I know it's kind of a short one, but uh, that's pretty much all the notes I've got. Yeah, literally all I had was just about the coronavirus. Let's see what it says, actually, because it's from two weeks ago. Let's see how hopeful I was. Okay, <laughs> corona. Uh, the White House is actively making things much worse with the coronavirus. They're not only not helping, they're hurting. Uh, White House officials overruled health officials who wanted to recommend that elderly and uh, physically fragile Americans avoiding, avoid flying on commercial airlines because of the new coronavirus. They're trying to pretend it doesn't exist to help Trump get reelected. They're going to kill so many people this way. That's all oh, I've yeah. written down for this week. Yeah, which is actually like two weeks because this is the day before uh, our podcast tomorrow. So, yeah, so we'll you'll see what happens. Uh, we'll try to bring Between you some more now. news, maybe with some notes tomorrow. But uh, yeah, so far, 
So far, so good. Um, you know, and just I'm, wash wash your hands and uh, try to stock up on medicine, I guess, is the best advice I can give you. Yep. All right, so um, hopefully next week we'll, next week or tomorrow, whenever we record our next podcast, we'll have more stuff. If not, I mean, maybe we're just doing shorter podcasts now. It took us a while just to get back into doing things. I just can't wait till the podcast is just one of us because the other one died of the coronavirus. I, God, like fingers crossed it'll be me because then I won't need uh, any sort of anxiety meds. It would just be, you know, the sweet, sweet um, one in 20 lottery I would win. (laughs) And then I have to carry on. And then I have to do all the editing myself too. God damn it. Yep. It'd be easier if it's just one sound file, though. You just All you got to do is like clip off the, the start and the finish and like add the music. Oh, you don't have a copy of the music, do you? I don't have uh, anything. I'll, I'll try and get you that before I die. All right. Well, uh, that's all I got for today. Uh, fucking, I don't know. I, I guess my advice would be get the virus early so that way you can get in the hospital and get a good spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do not want to be stuck in a queue because uh, those fucking Europeans will show up and cut in line. (laughs) Bastards.